All right, you guys. Welcome back. I am Matea. I am Terrence. And you are listening to the Beautiful Alien Podcast. We are here with a completely new topic, and we are so excited to talk to you guys about it. So let's kind of jump right into it. So our topic today is purpose. Purpose. What is purpose? What does it mean? What does it sound like? And what it could be to you? Right. Um, so, I guess the main thing for me is when I think about purpose, I think about how my life looks and feels with me walking in my divine purpose for my life or God's divine purpose for my life. And um, honestly, I guess hmm, I could tell you what it doesn't feel like because I don't feel like I'm 100% in my purpose as of yet. I think I'm striving to be on the right journey. But I think that um, when you're not walking in your purpose, some telltale signs are um, doing things that should make you happy, but feeling incomplete. Feeling... um, like, hey, you're doing well, you are, you know, in overflow as far as your finances, you have a lot of friends and family around you, and everything that should look the right way, you know, everything that should make you happy and things to be celebrated are the way that ideally you would want them to be, but there is um, a void within yourself that is basically... Um, you feeling like, hey, there's something wrong, there's something missing, uh, but you're not sure what that is, or you're just not genuinely happy. And I know that because I've been in that exact place. I have laid out a list of goals and, excuse me, and then looked at my life like, oh, okay, I got this goal, or hey, I made it here, or hey, you know, we're doing good and everything is the way that I ideally would picture them to be. And then I'm like, okay, hold up. So what next? Or I, or I get to that point where I'm either at that job, I'm working in my career and I'm like, yeah, I knew this was going to uh, pay the bills. I knew I was going to be an overflow for it, but why am I doing this? Do I even love what I do? Um, And if I don't, what would get me to the point of feeling like, yo, if I wake up and I do this every day, my life can be complete. Like I wouldn't even need, I wouldn't even need anything else. I remember reading um, Michelle Obama's book and she was talking about how when she was a high powered um, attorney that there was something inside of her that was like, Though she was great at her job, she performed excellently. And, you know, she she just was, she was great. But then there was something inside of her that was yearning for something different. Yearning to be able to help communities that didn't necessarily have, or could afford the high power attorneys that, like like herself. So she started to look into like community <coughs> community programs and she would talk about how you know she would love to do these things that that the mm-hmm. these community groups would do they were so involved in the community they helped the communities that she came from i mean just to be able to talk and be in environments with people to be able to help them not only help them but make a change and she kind of struggled with that for a while until I think I remember she had a conversation and um, it was actually with her mom. And this is so real, especially for black, you know, black and Hispanic parents or people mm-hmm. of color. Like she had a conversation with her mom and she was like, my heart is just not in it. You know, I don't love it. I don't love what I do. Right. And her mom said, make the money now. Do mm-hmm. what you love later. Right. And she said that she kept hearing that in her mind over and over. And she said she knew her mom was telling her right because definitely that is 
Right. Ideally, right. right. Because mm-hmm. you want to be able to provide for yourself. You yeah. know that you have thousands of dollars in student loans. Um, you know that your lifestyle has gotten accustomed to a certain salary, which is the uh-huh. one in which you have right now. Sure. And um, I think that, um, you know, she said she slept on it. And it was it just kept eating at her every day she was going to work. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, yo, this is not it this is not it so she said she started looking for positions and seeing like what the salary was and honestly seeing like could she still pay down her loans and could they still her and Barack still live comfortably and she said she crunched the numbers over and over and it just seemed like it did not work no could not do it right so she stayed on her job a little while longer then she actually just uh but you know took the the L, so to speak, because it's really not an L, especially when you're doing what makes you happy opposed to what makes you money. Um, and I truly believe that there is, if it's your purpose, that God will allow you to be, your life to be provided for. I believe that you'll be able to be an overflow for the things that you love if you're walking in your purpose. Um, and you walking in your purpose doesn't have to look like being broke or have, being less than mm-hmm. or anything like that. So eventually, you know, she did, of course, ramp up. Um, she she did go ahead and uh, go to a community um, uh, group and basically started working for them. And, of course, it was kind of hard in the beginning. She, they did not have kids at that time, and I think that absolutely matters. So I kind of want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you being able to make certain decisions based on it just being you or getting to that point and you are like, hey, I feel like my life is going in another direction or you feeling like you're being pulled in a different direction and the, and you want to find your purpose, but you're right. not 100% sure what that purpose is. Okay. But then you also have kids, kids yeah. that you're shaping and molding to for their purpose and you see their potential and you are investing in them. And then you think about what it's called, like what you're going to be doing and you want to make sure that you're always able to provide things for your kids so that mm-hmm. they can, um, what would I say? So that they can experience different things so that you can put them in different, you know, clubs and groups. You can send them to science camp and space camp and everything like that so that they can explore their true talents so that they can find their purpose. And I think that oftentimes people, once you uh, kind of get established in your career, they they kind of box you in where they're kind of like, Hey, you're a parent now. You should already know what you're doing now, you know? Um, and then you're kind of stuck doing something to just to provide for your, your family. But Mm -hmm. then you're trying to find a way to, um, be fulfilled and live your purpose at the same time without neglecting your family. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, you know, our situation is being parents Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, we are early parents yeah. and I know we're so young mm-hmm. and I feel like, do you feel like our kids put you in your purpose where you, where you feel like you should be or do you feel like you should do more or how do you feel about that? Do you think kids can stop where your your mind is trying to go and then now you have kids it will put you in your heart where you need to be so um if i think i'm understanding you right i i would say a little bit of both okay so i think that for me um you know me we and yanni we grew together all of us like we were so young Mm -hmm. you know and you know just parenting yanni together and So, our entire adult life, basically, you know, we've been parents. And Mm -hmm. I think that um, there's a part that's like, hey, you know, I'm still going for my goals. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this happen. And I think that in that aspect, you kind of have your kids to be like, you know what, I'm doing this for my kids. But I think it's also very much so important that you are, that your goals are genuinely your goals and they're not just to be able to provide better for your kids. And I say this because 
uh, when I when I went to school, I went to school to be able to better provide for my kids, and I'm so thankful for that, and I'm thankful for everything that God has allowed me to do, and how I'm able to we are able to provide for the kids, um, today, but I do think that, um, if I had started my dreams a little bit earlier, and I really had gone like, and I went and said, hey, you know, this is my dream, and I'm gonna go hard for it, I think that my kids would have even at that time been even more of um added to the ambition that I had uh-huh. you know where right. as far as when I was young I was kind of looking like oh I have these mouths to feed oh I have to take care of these kids which is definitely true but I think you can do that and still provide for them but also still follow the true dream of your heart and not work to be able to get a better job if your dream is to be an entrepreneur you know what I mean so where like you know now I do we, I do beauty now and hey we do we have a lot of different other ventures and I think that um it's took us growing and maturing to really find our place in that but a part of me was always afraid to fail because I knew that I had this little person looking at me that needed me you know to supply their mm-hmm. lifestyle to supply their needs and everything so it was hard you know I, I feel like I wasn't not only that, but I was super young and I had no idea what my purpose is. And I'm 27, so I'm still trying to figure out what my purpose is and um, understand, you know, where where I'm going. And I have faith in God knowing that I'm always on the right track. So even if I don't know the, the right thing right now, but that each and every step that I make mm-hmm. is a step closer to where I want to be. Um, so I guess it's a little bit of both. I think also that... Um, Sometimes you can be uh, tempted to stay on the sidelines as parents, right? And say, <coughs> excuse me, guys. And say, like, I'm a parent, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to go hard after this. I'm not going to do this because I got to take care of my kids. And sometimes, especially now that our kids are getting older, when they have sports, and as soon as you get off work, you're going this, you're yeah, going that. You're going everywhere. Your everywhere. Your mind is... You- you're, I could say this. I could say that when I was younger and I was doing AAU basketball, mm-hmm. that wasn't easy. Um, at the time, my mom was working at Wachovia, and then it turns into it turned into something else. So it was um, was Fargo, mm-hmm. and I know my mom was working at the time, and. Uh, I was playing basketball, and it was hard for her to get off work, come straight home, mm-hmm. go to basketball practice, mm-hmm. and then on weekends, we traveling. Right. And that was a hard thing to do, but I feel like, you know, as a parent, you know, they have to juggle. My purpose is making sure my son needs what he, has what he needs, meaning clothes, shoes, etc. Not right. the best, but what his needs is. Right. Toothpaste, a roof over his head. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that situation right there, it felt like maybe I felt as a kid that my mom's purpose was to be there for me. Meaning yeah. be there for me. Meaning being in the stands. Yeah. Being there when I needed some Gatorade. Yeah. Being there when I was tired. Mm-hmm. Being there when I we didn't win. Yeah. But my mind, that was my purpose when I was young. But her purpose was something different. Her purpose was making sure there was food when you got back home. Making exactly. sure you still had a house. Lights was on. Exactly. <clears throat> so. And I didn't see that. I only saw what I wanted. So I feel like our purpose as we're younger and as we're older it might be different for the other individual, but I feel like we shouldn't hold that against other people if their purpose is different because their purpose could be helping us out. I agree with that. Um, just like, you know, um, just like there's a story, there was a, pa- uh, the pastor was kind of talking about it and he was like, um, the mo- the mother in the story who made the boy, you know, what he's, it was uh, two loaves of bread. He, she made the sandwiches, made it, packed his lunch that day. And that was the lunch that Jesus was able to multiply. 
Right. And he was saying that, you know, mothers, just because you're a stay-at-home mom, <clears throat> don't despise that because that is your divine purpose. You right. never know who you're shaping and you're molding. Um, because had that mom not taken her job serious or said, hey, you know what? I could send him. Somebody will make up for the lunch that he has. Uh-huh. Then Jesus wouldn't have had what he had in order to multiply it to make that fit for. I think it was like 40 people. Was it? I don't want to get the line. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I'm, right. we're going to say it like we this. Know, actually, Multiple people. My son know y'all. Multiple people. Multiple people. Right. So... And, you know, of course, Jesus would have made it anyway, but he was just saying that there is divine purpose in everything that you do. And I think that that um, is a word that I always go back to in my mind because, yes, I have dreams, Mm -hmm. you know, and I fully, you know, I know that my dreams are meant to come true because God, there are times where God doesn't even let me sleep. Literally, I'm dreaming about my living my dream. And so... But I also know that when I wake up, I say, I have you. Yes. Thank you. I have my two boys. Yes. And a part of my purpose is helping you guys to your purpose. And I appreciate that. And um, I realize, like, if I'm in an antsy place yes. where I have anxiety, mm-hmm. and then you know what? Now it's not a good environment because now I'm, I'm, I'm snappy. Now I'm like, listen, y'all, y'all getting on my nerves. I need everybody to be quiet because I got a million things running in my mind. So I had to learn that you are also my purpose, that Yanni is my purpose, Yosef is my purpose, and to be emotionally and physically available so that I can play my role in, in the purpose that we have for each other's lives, for God has us in each other's lives, mm-hmm. right? Right, so right, right. I I can say this: when you in that that area or however you feel, I feel like we're here for you to to get that that love that you need when you feel like you don't want to be bothered. You're, yeah, you're you're just so like just so jittery, like mm-hmm. you just don't know what to do, or you just don't want to hear nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm here. To make you feel com- comfortable, loved, affectionate, and my purpose is for you to overcome that area that you're in to let that go. But I'm, my purpose also is to let you know, even if you have it, have that situation that you're feeling, that I'm here for you. Right. Because I'm giving it to you to let you know that you have it. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you if you want my purpose to be in your life. Right. Because I feel like everybody's purpose, everybody <coughs> don't want you in their life. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't force your purpose onto someone else. Right. They have to want it. Just like yeah. God. like Just like God wants you to come to him with a humble heart and an open, a open, open heart. To him, and come to him, and believe him that he can do what he can do. Right. But if you're not that type of person, then he can't open his heart. You can't open your heart to him. Yeah. His heart is always open, but if you can't open your heart, how do you expect to someone to come to you and and, and talk to you if you don't want it? Right. So I feel like the individual person that if I have a purpose for you or you or you. I feel that you have to want it. If you want love, then you're going to take it. And if you don't, then you're going to fight me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to be around me. Yeah. So I feel like everybody in this world has a purpose to be here, to love one another. Even, even, you know what, you know what, I'm going to say it like this. Even the people that's on this earth to hate, to not want you, to talk about you. To do even everything that's evil to you. That is their purpose to make you better. To make you better. 
Right, but don't try try not don't, to be that person. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Don't be that person because I know anybody that's on this on on this podcast has a humble heart and is listening. But I'm telling you, there are people out here. This world is crazy, but I know there are people out here to make you stronger, to make you better, and to love you. Right. And I believe that everybody has a purpose, whether it's good or bad. But you have to weave out the bad and take the good where it's needed. Because I do. I have got picked on. I have seen things that I want better, but people said I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Or I have to get it on my own. But I try hard every day, every moment, every second. <coughs> I'm a go-getter. I'm a go-getter. Just like just like Matea Nicole. Just like Matea. Mm-hmm. She's a go-getter. She's a go-getter. Right. That's why we stick together. And, and, I, and I know... That we are not perfect. And I am not perfect. I'll tell you like that from the heart. But when it comes to sharing and giving and my purpose, my purpose is to help people. I love helping people. Whether it's from their groceries, from you just walking down the street and you limping, I help you up. It don't matter. I don't care if you drop a pencil or a dime or a quarter. That's my purpose is to help. That's my purpose. So I found my purpose, but I'm trying to figure out how to use my purpose for other people to make a living. Because everybody got to live. We got to live. This world would not give us nothing free. And y'all know that. So I'm trying to make sure I can put my purpose into what I love so I can keep doing it. And I will do it till my time runs out. Right. And I love it. So, can I ask you a question? Yes, and what is that? So, you t- we talked about, like, um, the relationships that we have in, our, in this house. You're okay. talking about you right. being a fiancé to me right. and the attention that is required. Well, there is attention that's required right. for your right. relationship. Yes. yes. And there's also um, attention that's required for each and every one of our children Yes. Um, to make sure that we are still connected. Okay. So, you also being the provider of this family do you feel like it's hard do you feel I, well, I, I'll tell you like this I'll tell you like this <laughs> I feel like me being provider for this family but I want to tell every man on this earth every woman on this earth I feel like every woman every man is equal I feel like you, as you being who you are, mm-hmm. you are a provider too. I know no, that. Listen to me. Yeah. Listen to me. I'm going to put my foot down because I believe that you are a provider, not just me. Mm-hmm. That's like you provider, whether it's financial, whether it's your 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 mouth to keep me on my feet as a man. Right. You know what I'm saying. It, it doesn't always have to be financial. It don't always have to be, you know, um, you talking. It could just be a look. You look. If I'm doing something wrong, or if, I'm, if I say something wrong, you look. Put me in my place. That's being a provider. Because you keeping me in check. Because you my rib. Right. Okay, you know so that's saying? another good thing. You feel what I'm saying? So, so do you feel like... Go ahead. So basically, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying, like, your job at being a financial provider, in, mm-hmm. in our case... And then me being, um, <clears throat> so in your mind of being a financial provider, um, and that being a part of your purpose in this family, okay, okay of course you have multiple purposes yeah. here, mm-hmm. but, and then mine is like being able to kind of be like the homemaker, okay. making sure the house is good, making sure the kids are up and everything right, like that, right. and then helping you also. So you're saying like your, your purpose and my purpose um, we're both providing something. So, yes. so, so basically we're both providers and those areas in which we're providing are both our purposes. Is that, is that what I'm getting? Yeah. But I, I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but I feel like when you say the way you saying it, mm-hmm. I feel like our purpose is where our weaknesses is. Where my weaknesses, 
is where your purpose provides for me. Right. Okay. I feel like my weaknesses or your weaknesses is feel like when my purpose provides for you. You feel what I'm saying? So wait, explain this example situation. Okay, example situation. <coughs> where it comes when you come home and you're tired and I know that you're hungry, but you would eat something that you really don't want. You just eat it just to get over just for tomorrow. Yeah. My purpose comes in to get in that kitchen. Whether I came, I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and get home right. about 6 or 7. Yeah. And I will still make you dinner because I want you to have a good dinner. Right. And I don't want a good dinner. That's my purpose to fit where the situation is. That, you know, you want to eat a good meal, but you don't have the energy, energy to do it. Mm-hmm. And I will do it for you. Not only just for you, for the kids too, as well. Right. That's my purpose <coughs> in that in that moment. So you're saying that um, a part of our purpose is picking up where the other one may need help. Yes, so that's what you're saying. Yeah. I get that. I get that. And I actually think that we have a really good dynamic as far as being able to do that. I think um, there are areas that you are stronger in than me. And there are areas that I'm a little bit stronger than And I will agree with that. So I think um, you, I mean, like I said, you are, are the provider. You bring in money. But I think that as far as distributing money and how we pay our bills and how we save and everything. That's I, where you are. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will. <clears throat> look, look, y'all, I will agree with that because I could, I could spend some money on some. I love cars, so I will definitely spend some money on something dealing with a car, no matter with a turbo yeah. or something else. It don't matter. I will spend it. But that's where I have to be obedient, and I have to be honest, Yeah. and I have to listen to her because I know where things end up, and I know where I can be if I don't listen. So that's why I make sure that I'll tell her what I want because she's financial. She, she does all that. I want her to be, I really do want you to be that. And now you are doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want you to be. I'll bring in the bread. I'll, I'll make millions, billions, zillions. <laughs> but if I tell you what I want, put it in my budget to make sure I have it. And I know you will. Yeah. That's where you belong. And that's then that is your area. Right. My area is to fix stuff. I will fix anything that you have. Mm-hmm. If I don't know how to fix it, I will look at you too. <laughs> Everybody go on YouTube if you need any help with cars, building, sanding, painting, go look on YouTube. Please yeah. guys, just just go on there. You will save a lot of money. And I guarantee you, you will provide for your family way. And if better. you aren't sure about it, don't 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 cost yourself money trying to save some money. <laughs> you know? That is true. That is true. If you don't know how to do it, just go ahead and sacrifice it. Take your time and sacrifice it and do what you got to do. But me, I will go on YouTube and look at YouTube and look at it and look at it and look at it. And then I end up doing it by myself. But some people are good like this and people are not. So follow your your instincts. Mm-hmm. If it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Don't do it. So can I ask you another question? Yes. So you being the man of this household and you... You know, also paying attention to our relationship because you yes. are very involved. So one thing that I love about Terrence is he's very involved in our relationship and very involved in everything the kids have going on. There's not one aspect that he is unsure of, you know, and, and I feel like I do a good job at like, hey, if you're not here, letting you know, hey, this is what's going on. But you, you are do. very present in everything. So is it hard Doing that and then also following like your purpose and how you provide for this family because we kind of talk about how you uh, do provide for the family and then your personal goals as an individual. So you have different hats. Of course, you have dad, you have fiance, <coughs> you have son, you have brother, all of that and the people that um, you know you have around you. But mm-hmm. how do you juggle all of these hats and still focus on uh, your purpose, which is how you provide for this family? What is it that you love to do and how do you um how do you grow from doing the things that you have to do so that you can do the things that you want to do and I say that whereas you know there are things that you do today or I personally do today that 
is what I know that I have to do as a responsibility and it's not necessarily something I want to do to provide right. but in order to get to where I want to be so that I can do what I love to do every day in order to be able to provide for this family um, I have to kind of balance things out I have to dedicate certain time to you know investing in myself and investing in what uh the journey of being able to get me to where I want to be so how do you how do you wear all those hats but still get to where your dreams have you will have you to be well first of all I will say this guys I will say it starts off with a strong woman if you have a strong woman and you she knows what she wants when she want it how she want it uh she will tell you and if you don't do it then she will move on but if you love that individual you will do what you have to do so i feel like me being a father me being a provider me being a being a, a, a future husband of what that is but i will tell you something about me okay i was 10 years old and my father passed away and um I didn't know how to handle that or what to do. So I tried to find an outlet because I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't know why I was here, but I know that my purpose, my father was gone, you know? And, and I don't know how other people take that as their father they love their dad or they cling to their dad or they be a daddy's boy or a mother's boy. I believe that at first I was a daddy's boy and I didn't know how to take that, you know? So I had to find an outlet that made me feel comfort. So I found that outlet and, you know, I, I kept that with me every day I go. Every day I go, he was with me, you know, doing my outlet. So as me getting older and, you know, I had a son and trying to be that, that guy or trying to be that dad, it was hard. It felt like sometimes I was his brother, my son's brother, trying to figure out what he liked, what he liked to do. And not really was there as being his father. Just being a brother. Making him feel comfortable. Making him feel love. That love that I thought that was love. So we got to the point as I got older and working and, you know, um, showing my love to his mother. It got to the point that a dad was a developing. And things that I messed up on, I tried to fix and kept going and going and going. But I feel like for me, it was trying to fulfill something I didn't know how to do. <coughs> how to do as a man. So as a long coming, uh, seeing people, you know, pass away, you know, people that's close to home passing away, life started getting to me like, yo. If you don't do nothing now, no one's going to change you, your kids, or your wife, your future wife, what she is. And it's like, if you don't do nothing now to to do something better, to put you in a position to do better or have better, better doctors. Better doctors mean better health. You know, a better place of housing means better living. That means financial wise. You know what I'm saying? Means better food to eat. Mean more life. So if I don't do that now or start before, how can I put my kids in a position to have more for their kids and their kids and their kids? So we have to start now. Whatever you do now. Affects you later. So that's why. Matea. 
and I are trying to do something better every day that we wake up. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's not easy getting up. Yes, we get, we be like, man, I don't want to sleep in so, I don't want to sleep in all day. I don't want to get up. I don't even want to eat sometimes. I just want to stay in bed. But y'all know we can't stay in bed. We got to we gotta make this money. We, we got to do better. We got to put a name out there. We got to keep moving. Everybody, there's somebody out there doing better than you. And that, that, that somebody is trying to make it just like you. So that means you got to do better than that individual person. So I, I feel like me, I have to do everything in my book, everything I know how to do to make money, to, to, to bring my love home for these kids and show them that daddy is daddy and mommy. And mommy's going to be mommy. And we have to make it because we have to. We're not here on this earth just to be here. Whether you with your family or you with your family that you made. Because, you know, I think sometimes family family or the individual, the person that, that birthed you, birthed you. Don't mean, don't mean their own rights to you. It don't mean that. Now, if they show you love and they've been there for you and they loved you and they gave you what you need to, 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 to move on and be that person, cool. Then you give it back to them. But if you've been in a situation, you've been in foster homes, you did all that, and you feel like you low, don't give up. Don't give up. No matter what it is, don't give up. Because there are because there are people out here that will love you, love you, care for you, and be there for you when you are low. I'm telling you. I've been there. I have seen it. And I believe it. <coughs> so me being as a dad, yes, it's hard. It's difficult. It depends on the person. But I know for me, it was difficult. When I when I got a Father's Day card, my first Father's Day card, I didn't know how to act. I didn't know what to say. I cried inside because I really didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know. But I tried my best. I gave it my all. And to this day, he still calls me daddy. So sometimes if you doubt yourself, you're doing, you're doing good. You're doing better than what other people think you are. So whatever you feel like that out there, whoever it is, if they still call you daddy, you're doing good. So that's the way I feel the way I feel about that. Right. So do you feel like um, your ambition to provide for me and the kids keep you just on track? On track. Yes. It keeps okay. me on track. It, it, it puts me in my place when I feel like I can't do it. Wow. That's real. I think about them. I think about you. I think about what you would say. Thinking about what they would say. Yeah. Hey, daddy, I need this. Hey, daddy, I got this game coming up. Mm-hmm. And we got to go this. We got to go this place. And they need $200. With this plane ticket in the room. Whether you got it or not, I want to have it too. Right. I'm like, hey, you know what? I got to pay this bill. I got to do this. I got to do that. Hold on. Hey, baby, I need um, yeah, uh, such and such and such, such and such. Mm-hmm. Then you go on this trip. And they need such and such and such and Baby, uh, <coughs> I need you to come home. Mm-hmm. Come home. Right. I need to be mobile to you and the kids. So for me, um, because that's what you like. You know I think you, you said something that just made me think about something. You know, I know that um, we talk about like we kind of mentioned stay-at-home moms a little bit. Yes, yes, and. Um, I'm I'm mom. I work. I get up. I go to work every day, and you know um, we've had conversations. Well, there were periods of time, if I'm honest, that I was a stay-at-home mom um, with our oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't extremely long periods of time, but um, times where I was going to school, um, and then right after I had Juice, um, I, I will say I went back to work after like seven months. 
which is long because right. you know most people can you know they only out for about six weeks yeah so um for me like yeah i think that if we were comfortable for it based on um you you know and you always say you want me to be happy i could be a stay-at-home mom right. work you do mm-hmm. everything you gotta do but for me um <coughs> sorry y'all uh, for coughing but it's not all about um just kind of being able to be in the traditional roles of things because for me when i think about what makes a wife a wife is you know they say a wife is a helpmate you know and Indeed. though you know i believe in the man being able to be the provider but i also believe that in a time like where like We've gone through transition periods. Yes, yes, yes. Where either I was transitioning yep. into a new period in my life and you was mm-hmm. like, baby, just focus on what you got to do. Focus on school. And I got it. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. Don't trip. Don't go out here and get no job. I need you to just be at home, be able to be at home, take care of these kids. Because, you know, at the time, you know, it would really be costing more to put both of the kids in and after school programs and, mm-hmm. and, and take care of child care to where sure. we would really only be bringing home not that much, you exactly. know, of my of my income. So you were like, just just stay home. Yeah, even me, even <laughs> me, it's vice versa. Right. It is. It is no playing field when it comes to that. Right. If you if you and your spouse can save money, do it. And guys, even females, put your egos aside. Right. But if you love that person, you will. If you yeah. don't, then y'all have a problem, and that's between you and you and him. But I feel like. If you love the individual, you put your egos aside. Whoever's making money, let them make money. And they tell you to stay home and they try to make you better. Do what they say because they're all they're doing is helping you. And you have to do what you say you're going to do. Right. Because it's your work. And I think um, a reason also that why I get up and I work is because... Um, I will always want to be in a position to where I want to be able to help, you right. know? Right. And I feel like I don't want to be a person where I'm a taker. You know, you come in, you provide for this family, and I'm just, hey, I need, I'm need, i a dependent at I this need, point. I need, I need, I need. I need, I need, I need, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like, okay, but if if you want to go ahead and make a business, invest excuse me investment where you're saying you know what i need to step out on faith and invest a nice chunk of my savings into this company but i believe and i know and i have proof that i got this amount of contracts that you know all of this stuff is going to be seamless but out of fear and out of obligation to me and the kids you are focused more on not necessarily being able to step out and take that leap of faith because you're like, you know what? I got responsibilities. And if I don't do it, they don't have. Right. You know, I never want to be in that position. So okay. a reason why I work and I keep trying to grow as much as I can in my career and and, and then also having my businesses is because if you need to make that step right. and that is a part of your purpose, I don't want there to be not one reason why you can't walk into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like, we don't have the money for something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I always talk about, yeah, you always I do. don't I don't ever want the kids not to be able to take advantage of an opportunity like, because mommy, of funds. Hey, mommy, I want to go do, like I said, AAU basketball right. or cross country right. um, track or something like that. Or y'all know our kids love interesting things science Science. space you know so those science and space camps aren't cheap you know upwards of three almost four hundred dollars a week if they would go to the summer to summer camp and so i never want to be in a position where you can't walk in everything that you are and that you Mm -hmm. want to be because of a lack of something a lack of finances a lack of anything because if anything you could say you know what baby I'm just going to invest a large chunk of my savings. But if I'm bossed up and I'm making money too, I'll be like, all right, 
let me throw in half with you. That way you got your savings. I got my savings too. Right. And then now we can invest in that in your dreams together. And it's a more comfortable transition. And really it's elevation. You know? So I think that that is very much so important to remember. Because I know that um, oftentimes maybe our mind or our mentality isn't right. And I think that things are definitely changing for women to be more... uh, Girl bosses, as they call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I respect and, it. Yeah, so for me, I'm striving for that. You know, I believe you are. I believe you are getting there. I believe that there's yeah. nothing to stop you because your 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 demeanor and who you are is you just can't give up. Yeah, and like that, sometimes you kind of you kind of beat me up. Like I can't say nothing, and you do what you have to do, and then I sit back and watch. I be like, yo, hold up. I was trying to stop our purpose, but sometimes I need to step back and let her do what she has to do as a woman and let her do her thing. So what you mean by that? Elaborate. What I mean by that is that, you know, sometimes, don't get me wrong, I'm human. I let my ego take over sometimes. And it is not on purpose, but for you to sit back and you see a woman being the woman that she is and take care of what she needs to take care of. That's, that's just me. I just have to sit back and, look, and love it because I know that you're being who you are. And I'm not yeah. going to stop you from being who you are. Right. Because I love you. I do. I, I truly do. And <coughs> I love you too. I know you were talking about that purpose. But guys, I'm going to tell you like this. I know we talking about purpose and what purpose is, what purpose can do. But I leave, but I believe that some people come in your life just for a moment of purpose to show you what you have to do. It like oh your 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 thing that you need help on. Stop doing this or stop doing that or you know things that you have a habit of doing. People come in your life just for that purpose, you to know, help you grow. to help you grow. The money ain't gonna stay in your life, but it helps you grow. It helps you get stronger. In life. So, whoever you dealing with or whatever you doing, whether it's school or outside of school or it's just knowledge of you trying to get or whatever, or if you with somebody, they're in your life for a purpose. The meaning they're gonna stay. The meaning they're gonna be be there for you the long way, but they're there for something. And if you always think about hurt, you're going to get hurt. So what you think about is what you're going to get. Right. But if you think about better, a person that better you, then they're not going to stay long and they're not going to hurt you in the process. They're going to get in and they're going to get out. But if you think about the worst, you're going to get the worst. So I feel like if you feel like you, you have a purpose for someone or the purpose, the person has a purpose for you, then let them do it. But I feel like everybody on this earth right now has a purpose, whether they sleep right now or if they up. They have a purpose of being up and have a purpose of being asleep. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I feel. I feel like I have, like, she, Matea, has helped me with a lot with a, with a, her purpose that she had in my life since since we met, I feel like she had a purpose. Being right on time. Being through the things we went through. Yeah. Being through the things she said. Mm-hmm. That I said. Mm-hmm. That she did. <laughs> that I did. So I feel like everything had a purpose. Or whatever it happened. To see where our love was. To see where we at. To see if we was going to be with each other. Or just see if we was going to be friends. Not only that, but, you know, we kind of talk about understanding as weird. It's weird. People, yeah, people, it is really weird. People talk about um, Will and Jada and like how they say that they are life partners. But I agree with that. Like being a life partner, having a purpose partner, you know, someone who knows you and understands you and can help you grow right. and can help you towards your purpose. You know, I, I know for sure for me. Um, there's been specific areas in my life, like, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Um, but 
I've been in like really trying situations where like oh, I was studying for tests. I'm all, listen, I always got a test to take, you know. So when I was becoming an insurance agent, um, I was 19, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 19. And I had all of these different licenses I needed to get. So many tests I needed to take. And um, so we had like um, a, a test we needed to pass before we could go to the big test. And I failed that test, y'all. Yes, you did. And I was so emotional because they said, look, if y'all don't pass this test, y'all not going to, it's done for y'all. And not only that, but my job was on the line for that. So I was like, what? Left my old job and already just went on to this one. So I was like, how? We had just moved. We were um, just moved into a new apartment. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what are we about to do? And I was so emotional. And he grabbed my face. He was like, baby, you can do this tomorrow. Call that lady. You know what I'm saying? He was telling me all these steps. All like, you know, I said, no, they said they're not going to give us another chance. And he was like, baby, I'm telling you, relax, calm down. That lady, she going to do it for you. I called that lady, um, my training lady, and she was like, um, normally, because, you know, they let us know right ahead. Like, if you didn't pass the test, you're not getting no redos. It's just over. So, I was like, dang. So, I was like, hey, you know, I just wanted to know if I could take the test again. She was like, sure, go ahead. And unlocked it. No questions asked. No Literally questions asked, easy. And I was like, what is going on here? And I was like, baby, guess what? And he was like, mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> and I was like, yep. I I was like what? But I'll tell you one thing that, you know, having somebody who loves and supports you is so important because sometimes I feel like there were times where we believed in each other in in the other person you believed in me in times where I didn't believe in myself and I believed yes, in you yes. in times where you yeah, didn't I believe, believe in myself yourself. either though. and um so I was like what you know and and the crazy thing is, is I was able to get over that hurdle. But when I went to take the state test and I took multiple and then I was like one of the only people who passed it on the first time. And you was like, baby, you got this. I'm not even surprised. I knew when you were driving up there, you was already good. So it just made me feel so good. And now, like when I first um, when I was going through school, I would come home so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, baby, I don't understand anything. I don't even know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but then, you know, I was like, but I have to do this. I have to try to get an engineer job. Like, I have no other choice. I did not want to, ha- I could not stand my old job. And I was ready to move. And there was growth in that process also. But when I went in, and it was like God laid everything out for me this new job you know and he was like baby you got this you already know you already know and so i failed my first certification Mm -hmm. and i was like baby i don't even understand none of this was in the books i I just don't get it you know so i'm calling and i'm always crying and i'm always upset and he'd be like baby sometimes i feel like he'd be like girl get over it like (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but you know i just 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 trying to make sure that i'm here for you and i let you know that you can do it because i don't believe I believe that you can, but some people, like I could say, excuse me, y'all. I feel like some people have this thing that I have sometimes that I feel like I'm not a good test taker, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I don't have that that demeanor, I feel like I can pass it. Yeah. But I feel like if I study and I really study, I feel like I have better confidence in myself. Yeah. That I can do it. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like if you guys have a, a test coming up or something, if you haven't studied, like me, I'm going to only speak for myself because I can't speak for you. I can't speak for nobody else. I feel like if I did not study, I'm going to fail. And that's what's going to happen. But I feel like if I study and I keep and I'm focused, I feel like my confidence is way better than I have ever been. I don't be cocky at it, which is bad that people say, but I know myself. If I know it, I know it. If you don't, you don't. That means you didn't study. You didn't really care about it. Right. So if you study and you know it, then you will get it. Right. So that's the way I feel about that because I, I learned that from another older guy. He said, you know it, you know it. You don't, you don't. That means you didn't study. 
<laughs> That's some southern stuff for you right there. <laughs> southern so, people will tell you something. something I'm going to take it like that and it, keep it moving. Because if you don't, if you know it, you know it. you don't, you don't. So, take it how it is. If you fail, you fail. But, Prepare. And then don't be afraid of failure. Because my thing right. was, is it was like everything that I ever wanted, failure came before the win. And I'm like, I don't know how many certifications in now and past it, I'm good. You got too many good. now. <laughs> yeah. You got too many now. So I feel pretty, pretty good. But I'm, I'm just saying that along the lines, it's important. It's important to have a partner that's a part of your purpose, that believes in you, and that's willing to grind with you. Because mm-hmm. there's so many times where I'm up here in the studio and. You know, Terrence is helping me with recording. I'm recording her makeup videos. He could just be downstairs kicking it like, girl, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But now he's up here. He's helping me reorganize a studio, helping me hang stuff, helping me, you know, just everything. And there's times where I'm just in here late or really early in the morning. So to like two and three in the morning. And he is like knocked out on a couch, you know, and I don't, I don't even blame him. Now I'm just like. Um, you know, kind of finishing up what I need, but it's important to have people, purpose partners, that are willing to go to mile with you. Because if you're gonna be with anybody, make sure they are a part of your purpose. Make sure that they are going to encourage you every step of the way. Because in the moments where you feel weak, you know, you always have God, and I always believe that God puts people and vessels around you so that He can work through them in your life. People that are really genuinely for you. <clears throat> if you don't understand, um, yeah, if you don't understand what for you means, it's just they're 100% for you. They don't have no agenda behind it. They don't have anything right, that right, right. they want to see you fail. Because you can have people around you that really don't want to see, see you win, but they plan like they do. But when you get somebody genuinely around you that want to see you win and it's not only that but they're willing to go hard for your dream like it's their dream you got to do the same for them you got to do the late nights with them you know for the dream that they you know that they have and y'all just got to bust it out together so i think that that's also a part of you know being able to walk divinely in your purpose is having the right people around you and i think that um if you pray for that god will bring you whatever that um you pray for you know so uh, be be intentional in, in your prayers, knowing um, God will always provide you what it is that you need. And um, if you ever feel like you're not walking in your purpose, know that everything is a divine moment. Purpose. Everything is a part of your purpose. You know, um, I, I, I believe that everything that I've had, every job that I've had prior to this engineer job... <laughs> has prepared me for where to be able to have this engineer job. And no, that's not where I want to stay. It's not where I want to stay. But the skills that I learned in other jobs have prepared me for this, even though I've never worked a job that's done anything like that before or like what I'm doing. And so I believe that even in this engineer job, though my businesses are beauty businesses, it's cosmetics, um, hair I mean everything but I believe that the skills that God uses to shape and mold you in different places in your life are going to be those same skills that while you're paying attention so don't ever take a job or don't ever take an assignment um and and half-ass it y'all do it at the best of your ability because you don't ever you'll never know if down the line those skills might click right on in and that'd be the thing to propel you into what you need you to be. So I think that that's important. You know, even the small scale things are divine. The small scale things are giving you stamina to keep working through things, you know? So that's everything for me. All right. Now, man, purpose partner, you got anything else you want to say? Well, guys, all I can say is that leave your purpose Believe in your purpose and show your purpose of who you are. And I feel like I have said all I can say, but I believe it is me more. But I'm gonna leave it at that. I believe that I'm gonna let y'all think about what's going on in your purpose. Mm-hmm. Please, guys, please. I definitely want to hear your purpose. I would love to even talk to one of you guys out there about 
anything that y'all going through or what I'm going through just to get the more understanding because I feel like I am not perfect. I could always need better from any from any one of you guys. Yeah, we could always grow. Always grow. I could always grow from you guys. You can always grow from me no matter what it is. But I feel like I have said what I said mm-hmm. and I believe what I believe. And I want to hear from you guys. Even you. if you guys have like literature, I know that there are books yes. and those books have processes that kind of help you um, help guide you to your purpose and what it is that you are supposed to be doing with your life. Um, if you guys ever have anything like that, let us know. I'm always into that. And we can even do a series on it based on like different chapters or different areas of read. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that is everything. Thank you for being with us, family. And thank you, guys. Love you guys. Related. Love you guys. Spiritually and emotionally. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. We're out of Bye. All right.